That's a good God. Amen. But I'll do away with this in Jesus' name. I'm going to read a, a very, very uh, special verse that came to mind. And uh, I was uh, going over this. Uh, I saw this verse and it caught my eye. And it's found in John 8, 32. It's short. And it says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you. Says one version. The other says, Make you free. Make you. The truth makes you free. Heavenly Father, bless us. Then in a few moments, we will receive your enlightenment, your truth to carry on, to live through. Lord Jesus, and for us to be able to live the way you want us to live, I pray that we be recipients of your word. Let it be like a seed that is planted. And throughout this week, we will see the fruit of that which you have given us through our life, Jesus. And that our life will demonstrate your character, your love. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Someone shout hallelujah. Oh, come on. Someone shout hallelujah. Look at someone say hallelujah. Look at someone and smile at them. Smile at them. Amen. Smile at them. Amen. Praise them. Show me your cavities. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let them see your teeth. Amen. Because some people smile at them. No, no. You got to show it. Amen. If you're happy and you know it. Let your life so surely show it. Amen. You may be seated. God is awesome. Let me say it one more time. God is awesome. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Make you free. What is it? That makes us uh, free. Truth makes us free. Truth makes us free. Why don't you say the following? That even though time is a movement and we see the evolution within us, how things rapidly grow and change. And new things come along. And we see all this. Even we see it through the medical. Amen. Uh, I remember when I was a kid. Uh, and I used to go to the doctor. The eye doctor. What would happen? I mean. There was a chart. And there was letters. And the E especially. It was pointed one way. And then the other way. And then up. And then down. And, and it was like. Cover one thing, and uh, now you go to the eye doctor, you don't even have to see. They further through that instrument the distance to what you can see. And I said, it's not like before. It's changed. Everything's, everything is changing. Say it with me. Everything is changing. Say it. Everything is changing. We see, we see the development. 
It's incredible. And I'm a lot older than most of you. And I was telling, I was saying this morning, you know, I've seen it. I remember when my mom used to wash for us. And she used to get the pile of clothes. And, uh, and he used to take her five hours, four or five hours. There was four kids and a husband and her clothes. And she used to get all the clothes there. And, and it was piece by piece. And then she had uh, one of those washing boards made out of wood. And, and it was uh, shake that thing up and beat that, that piece of, uh, uh, of cloth. And, and I mean... Uh, and then uh, when I went to Bible school, I didn't see that, but it was like a, a kind of a rough rock that the lady that was washing our clothes, uh, she used to wash our clothes. And I mean, and it was something different because I would see her get that, uh, that shirt and, and uh, just rub it around that, uh, over that rock. And I said, man, she's messing up my clothes, you know. Uh, but that was the way they did it. And, every, and then after that, uh, my dad bought my mom a washing machine. And some of you never saw them, but it was a washing machine where you used to shake the clothes. And, and you see the splashes come out of the washing machine. And all of a sudden, uh, to rinse the clothes, it wasn't a fast movement. It was uh, two rollers. Uh, amen. Two rollers. And, and before it got uh, uh, an automatic roller, it was like you had to. Crank that thing, you know, bring it through. And poor ladies, man, they came out with Popeye muscles, you know. Uh, and after that, it changed, and now it was automatic, and, and it would roll, and you just have to put the cloth through the rollers. And, and one time I tried to do that, and, and I put the, piece, uh, the shirt or whatever it was, and it just took my hand, and I mean, uh, it hurt. And after that, it was automatic, everything, and everything's evolutionizing. And it's getting better. Thank God. People say, people say, I wish I lived during the time of Jesus or of Paul or of Daniel. I don't wish that. <laughs> you know, thank God for the time that I'm living in today. Thank God. Thank God for air conditioning. Thank God for the Christian seats that we're living in or sitting on. Thank God for everything that's getting better. But in the midst of everything that we come across, we want to put our trust in something, something that we can live by, something that we can trust, something that's genuine, something that's true, something that we can trust because we cannot trust in things that we are accustomed to. We can't trust not even our government, politicians. Uh, sometimes uh, you become a Republican and you say, man, is this what Republicans stand for? I, I don't believe this. And, and then, is this what Democrats stand for? And then you become a green person. Man, and then, uh, you know, independent and where do you go where's the truth because men seek for truth they were hungry for truth i want something that's genuine something that's real and we look for this 
and we go after it. And I believe that even though we have all this technology today and everything, we can only trust truth. And there's only one that stood up and claimed himself to be true. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and life. And I want you to understand this is a process. When you come to him, you come to the way. And that way turns out to be the truth. And that truth guides you to life. And that's life eternal. And I thank God because when you're confused, you can go to the truth. When you have questions, you can go to the truth. Because he said he is the truth. Everything else is, in, is an imita uh, uh, imitation. It, it looks real, but it's not real. It, it looks like it's the truth, but it's not the truth. And, and even if you don't know the truth, you will fall for anything. Because the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 14. And no, everyone read with me. And no wonder for Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light. And some people cannot distinguish truth from a lie. You know, there's people that say so many lies, they become habitual liars, that they believe their own lies. You don't know nobody like that? God have mercy. Everybody says, I hope they're not here. But they believe their own lies. Man, they say it with a passion. It happened to me in someone else's story. Satan transforms himself into an angel of life. That's the thing you have to be careful who you're listening to. Who you're watching on YouTube. Who you're listening to on the radio. On your TV sets. Because it can be transformed into an angel of light. And we have to be careful Satan himself is there to deceive people. And we have so many people that have been deceived. And we have to be careful that we ourselves are not deceived. Because we only can come through the truth. No man cometh to the Father but by me. He is the only true God and everlasting life. And we have to believe this. And the only way you're going to believe this is through the word of God. Amen. So you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So you have to know the word of God. Amen? All right. So everyone that's got a Bible, say amen. amen. If you have any on your phone, say Amen. If you have it on your iPod, say amen. You don't have iPods no more. No, it's an iPad. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you why our forefathers told us to always carry a Bible with us. Because that way we will not be confused. 
Huh? We have to know the Bible. Amen? The first first five books of Moses, which are? Amen? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Amen? Well, let's turn to Deuteronomy. Let's turn to, and they're all back here. It's in the, in the beginning. No, let me, let, me, let me tell you, let me just make a parenthesis. It's so important for you to get a Bible, to search your Bible, to know your Bible, because you don't know who you're going to come across. And once you know your Bible, you have your Bible And it's an easier way of testifying. Through what? For them to see what's written in the word of God. And that's becoming so important for you to have your Bible. Someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now we have to understand this. That the devil is the deceiver. Say he's the deceiver. He's the enemy, declared enemy of the children of God. That's what the Bible tells us. And the Bible tells us that he's here for three things. And they are to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his, that's his main goal. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. John 10.10. 10. Three things. Don't you ever forget. I want to let you know. Sister Elizabeth, this is the greatest Bible verse for me in the Bible. It's not Acts 2.38, because Acts 2.38 gives me the door of salvation. But this is what keeps me saved. John 10.10 is what keeps me saved, and it's always reminding me every day of my life. He came to steal and kill and destroy you, Victor. But you've got the right to choose. You're going to choose him or you're going to choose me. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and you might have it everlasting. So we've got to, de- we've got to decide who we're going to go with. We've got to decide who are we going to serve. Someone shout hallelujah. So now we have to understand that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. He say he's the light of the world. Satan can imitate. Satan can transform himself like an angel of light, but he's not the light. Like is not always the same. That's because we have to demonstrate who we're, ref- who we're reflecting. Because see, uh, I preached in a camp many years ago and I went in there, and I wish I could have done it today, but it was, it's not as dark here. But I went in there, and I had this big old mirror right in front of me. You know it had to be kind of white, you know? Amen. So I had this big old mirror right in front of me. And then they had the spotlight. And I was preaching on Jesus is the light of the world. We have to understand Jesus is the light of the world. And and all of a sudden, they shined that spotlight on me. They could not see me any longer. All they would see is the reflection of what? The spotlight. Not me, just the reflection of the spotlight. If Jesus is the light, 
And Jesus said, you, 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 us, we're the light of the world. That means that he's the light and we're the reflection of the light. So what they see in us is not us, but what they see in us is Jesus Christ. Ah, someone shout hallelujah. We have to understand this because this is the only way we can come across and tell people we are identifying the true and everlasting light. Someone shout hallelujah. So now we have to come to get ourselves off of deceit and come to truth. Everyone say truth. We have to find this truth. And Jesus says, and you shall know the truth and the truth is going to set you free. So once we have the truth, we are free. Say, I'm free. I'm free. Oh, man, some of you are not free. If you're free, say, I'm free. I'm free. Amen. I'm free. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's something about freedom. I said, there's something about freedom. Freedom is enjoyable. Amen. How many have been bound before? Amen. Don't, don't, don't say me. But anybody here has been on handcuffs? Has anybody here been on handcuffs? Yeah. I've seen big older people. You watch cops before? They're not free. They're bound. It's sad to be bound. Amen. I have a phobia. Believe me. I have a phobia. Man, they, when I was, when they had that cardiac arrest, they put my hand on, on two, uh, what they call those? Yeah, yeah, tied down to the gurney. Man. My wife and my witness, man, I used to, man, I thought I was Hercules there. And I busted one of those uh, uh, straps. I have a phobia. I don't like to be bound. How many of you have been through that, uh, what they call that little tunnel, the doctor, uh, MRI? How many of you have been there? To me, that, that's going to hell. I can't take that. I was not made to be bound. I was made to be free. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I remember the first time they put me in one of those things. Brother Sanchez, they say, you, can, you think you can handle it? I thought I was big and tough. I said, go ahead. Once I was in there, don't you move. You can't move. But maybe not even 30 seconds. It says, get me out of here. I was meant to be free. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And what Satan is wanting to do is to bind us. He wants to keep us bound. But thank God for the liberty we have in Jesus Christ. If the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. And we have to claim this. We have to live it. Someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if he said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, that's exactly what he meant. I'm not going to be bound 
to nothing. I shouldn't be bound to nothing. See, there's one thing. You can deceive people. You can deceive the pastor. You can deceive your wife. You can deceive your husband. You can deceive. You, you can easily deceive people, but you can't deceive God. And God knows today, right now, he knows who's bound right now. It could be a drug. It can be alcohol. It could be lust. It could be envy. It can be pornography. All those, all, all those things keep you bound. And God wants to set people free today. But you've got to know him and ye shall know the truth. And the only way you're going to know the truth is through this book. And if we don't know the truth, we are not free. And there's a lot of religious people that are bound today. They portray something. They live one way in church. Even you almost see wings here. You remember that chorus? I can feel the brush of angels' wings. Ooh, man. I remember going to camp with that song. And we, you know, just turn sideways so you won't hit nobody. Just say it. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on his Man, you can psych a lot of people out. But you cannot deceive God. And God wants you to be free. And he's the only one that can make you free. Someone shout hallelujah. I said someone shout hallelujah. Jesus wants you to be free. And the only way that you can come to truth is through freedom. So you have to know the book. Let's go to John chapter 1. St. John. Not 1st John. Not 2nd John. But St. John. St. John chapter 1. You have it with me? Okay. Now, John wants us to understand through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost... He wants us to understand. He wants us to have a clear understanding of the beauty that we find in him. So he's not coming with another message, but he's coming with the message. So now, listen how it starts. In the beginning was the word. Everyone say in the beginning. How does Genesis 1-1 start? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, John 1.1 1, 1 is telling us, in the beginning, God, the word. So everything starts with God. Everything starts with the word. In the beginning, God. Is God? The beginning of our life. That's what we have to believe. That's what we have to live for. I want him to be the number one in my life. When I wake up in the morning, every morning, I tell him, God, I am nothing, know nothing, have nothing, but you are everything. You know everything and you have everything. 
And I just want to be under your shadow. I want to be under your protection. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning, God was the Word. Because God has no physical body. God, according to John 4, 24, tells us God is spirit. So there is no body. So he says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. In the beginning was the spirit. And the spirit was in God. God is that spirit. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Number two, he was in the beginning with God. Someone say amen. Amen. All right. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. Wow. So if anything was made, it was made by him. And we have to, so now we're getting a clear understanding that God is everything. Because everything was made by God. Thank God for the power of the word. Amen. Amen? Thank God for the power of the word because he just spoke it and it was. Someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man. And the verse tells us in him was life and the Listen, and the life was the light of men. In other words, it was the enlightenment of men. What brought brightness to men was who? God. Because he's trying to reveal us something. Listen to this. Verse number five. And the light shined in darkness. Everyone say darkness. Darkness. Everyone say darkness. darkness. Yes. And the darkness did not what? Because the darkness represents what? Ignorance. When you don't know something, you ignore it. Because you don't know it. And this is what we have to understand. We have to understand the purity of the word of God. He wants to enlighten us. Because he don't want us to be religious freaks. Huh? Oh, we're no robots. I know why I'm here. I know what I do. When I lift up my hands, even though I don't see him, I know he's here. When I call out to him, I know he's there. Even though I don't touch him, he is right there. So when light comes, darkness flees. Isn't that awesome? How many of you have been scared of the dark? Man, nothing but brave people here, man. You, you. So what happened? But when you can't tell the difference, amen, when you can't tell the difference, I, my wife and I went to go see this sister one time. We got there around 4 o'clock, and we're talking. All of a sudden, 5 o'clock came, 6 o'clock came, 7 o'clock came. Man, 
And all of a sudden, it was so dark, I used to force myself to see my wife across the room. All of a sudden, her daughter walked in. She said, Mom, turn on the light. They're not blind. The sister was blind, so she couldn't tell the difference. You understand? Because that's what ignorance to the word of God does to people. When God wants to set you free through the light. And he said, I am the light. So he wants us to understand this. And he said this. He says, and the light shined in darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. That is man cannot comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Everyone say John. And it tells us this man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. When you, in order to come to the light, you have to have an understanding and that you believe. If you cannot believe, you cannot accept. And the only way you can accept Jesus Christ is by, by believing because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And when you hear the word of God and you believe in it, you accept it and now it becomes part of you. Keep going. I'm going somewhere. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. Keep going. Ah, that was what? The true light, which what? Ah, to every man coming into this world. Now, now, it's up to man. Everyone say up to man. All right. I'm going to go a little different because I, I want to give you something. Let's go to St. John chapter 3. Let's go to St. John. I'm sorry I'm making you look into your Bibles. Chapter 3. St. John chapter 3. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Amen? We were in John. Thank you, Sister Brown. Chapter 3, everyone say chapter 3. All right. Now, let's go to verse... Number, number 18. He who believes in him is not what? But he who does not believe is what? Already. Everyone say already. Because, listen, the only way you can come to freedom and ye shall know the truth. No, everyone say no. That's knowledge. You have knowledge of the truth. And he that knows the truth shall be free. Amen? All right. Now listen to what he says. But he who does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Number 19. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than what? Because in darkness, you think you hide things. 
In darkness, you think nobody can see you. But the God that I serve looks beyond darkness. He surprises me. In the midst of darkness, he shows up and he becomes what? Light. And this is, this is what he says. This is the condemnation that man, uh, that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their, their deeds were evil. How come thieves always try to hide? The best time to steal, they say, is in nighttime. Because, hey, and when you go in there to steal, you better do, wear something dark, man. They don't know which way he fled. I got this from uh, TV. So don't, don't say Brother Prado's been practicing something here, man. The point is this. This is what he's telling us. Because their deeds were evil. So darkness opens the door for what? For evil. Amen? You, you, even seen, you ever seen someone doing something and he tries to what? Hide. Keep it in the dark. Huh? Keep, keep it in the dark. Here come, here they come. Here, here. The point is this. We have to understand this because their deeds were evil. For everyone, say everyone, practicing evil hates what? What happened when light shows up? Lead, uh, lest his deeds shall be what? When light comes in, you're exposed. How many being caught? How many being? It's not a good thing to be, huh? When you're caught, it's not a good thing, huh? What were you doing? What were you at? Why are you stutter now? Huh? And then you have more excuses. You just follow me. I'm going somewhere. So why people stay in darkness? Why people don't come to the light? Because the light exposes you. The light tells you the truth. It tells you what you should and should not do. How you should and should not live. Where you should or should not go. Light exposes you and tells you and reveals to you. That's because a lot of people don't want to get into the light. I don't think God is going to condemn me. I don't think God is that bad. It don't matter what you think. It's what the truth tells you. Is what the truth reveals to you. 
and you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. When you come to this book and you open this book and then you look yourself in this book, it tells you, no, you shouldn't say that. No, you shouldn't live that way. No, you shouldn't go there. No, you shouldn't drink that. No, you shouldn't do that. Because the truth is going to tell you what you should and should not do. It exposes you. Listen to this. It exposes you. Go to the next verse. But he who does the truth. Everyone say truth. The truth comes to the light that his deeds may be what? Clearly seen that they have been what? Done in God. Man, and you shall know the truth, and the truth is going to set you free. And everything you do, you do it in God. Your life is going to prosper. Your family is going to prosper. Your, your wife is going to prosper. Your marriage is going to prosper. Everything you do will prosper. Because you do it in God. I said you do it in God, but you have to be in the Word. If you're not in the Word, you just become religious, my friend. You just become religious. And that's what God was trying to reveal to us through the Word. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth is going to make you free. Make you free. Let's go back to St. John chapter 1. Let's go to verse 10, you Verse 10. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. That's sad. His own creation could not believe it. And there was a lot of religious, religious people. All the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and what else? What else, Brother Peter? The scribes. There was hundreds of religions or Zionists, right? All kinds of, they all read the Bible. All of them read the Bible, but could not understand Isaiah 53. Could not understand the prophet Isaiah. The manifestation of this one God. For us to us, a child is born, a son is given, and the principality shall be upon his shoulder. And ye shall call his name Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God the everlasting father, and then the prince of peace all the way through. But they did not and could not identify him. And this is what John is telling us. He made the world, and it was made through him, and the world did not know him. He was not going to come as a ruler. He was going to come as a child. But they could not accept him and they could not believe it because they could not understand because they were living in darkness. That's, that's the big problem of, about religious people. Judgmental. A judgmental spirit. A spirit of condemnation for everything. 
but yet they cannot see the light. They condemn people. He's a drunk. And Jesus said, no, no, he's not a drunk. I see him different. When I get done with him, he's going to be a preacher. But man don't know that. Man can't see that. Keep going. Keep going. He came to his own and his own what? Did not receive them. Keep going. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right. The other translation says the power to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Man. Let me tell you something. What you, once you understand truth, you have rights. If you don't know truth, you don't know your rights. Amen? You see these, 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 these uh, scenes on YouTube? A policeman stops them and says, let me see your license. And the guy takes out the license. Get off the car. No, why should I get off the car? You've been watching them, huh? <laughs> hey. You're, yeah, do this. And they argue. Call your supervisor. You don't know your own laws, and you're here, the patrol. You're here, the sheriff. And you're, isn't that right? Huh? Because they think that everyone's ignorant. And when you're ignorant, you fall for anything. Isn't that right? If you're ignorant, you fall for, any, for anything. But when, you're, when you are enlightened with truth, the truth sets you free. And I get a trip, brother, one time, because when the cop is frustrated, or the policeman, I'm sorry, when the policeman is frustrated and man sweating and, and he don't know what to do, he says, all right, you, you, you can leave. And I because someone knows their truth. Their rights, because they know the truth. But when you're ignorant, it's the same thing. And don't try to do this, because if there's no camera around, that policeman gets you. <laughs> but let me tell you something. But when you know your rights, and you know that it's the truth, no one can oppose the truth. And Satan knows if you know the truth, he is very careful with you because then you have the truth to overcome anything and everything that he has against you. And most of all, because you have the name that is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, everything has to come to their knees because you have the name that is above every name. And all because you know the truth. And you shall know the truth. And the truth is going to set you free. Hey, when you know the truth and you have the name of Jesus, temptation comes right in front of you. And you say, get thee behind me, Satan. I know what you're coming against me. Because you have the truth. Stand to your feet. I want you to start reading the book of Galatians. Listen, you know this. You pay a price. You pay a price. 
When you love something, you pay a price. You know, we're not used to paying a price no more. We want it easy. Yes, we do. We want it easy. But when you love something, you pay the price. Let me say it one more time. When you love something, you pay the price. And God spoke to me yesterday. So, how many remember Sister Nicole? Sister Nicole went back to be with her family and her and the church where her parents go. And we thank God for her because she was with us for four years during the school season. She was in UCLA and she was a member of our church. So we went like yesterday. They had a graduation party for her and they invited my wife and I and and I was, my wife's my witness, I was hurting on the way up there bad. Because see, I can move. It's not about me moving. It's not about me moving. But it's inside. Something is bothering me. They said it's muscle spasm. And it's, it's, a, it's something that, man, it's bothering. It's painful. But they give me a round of golf. They give me a round of golf. God knows in the morning when I got up, I was hurting. My wife put cream all over me. But I wanted to be with my son so bad because I don't get that time to be with him. But I wanted to be with my son. And even though it probably is going to have a reaction on my body, but because I wanted it so much because I love my son, I want to spend some quality time and I played the lousiest game that I've ever played I mean but there was another person playing with us and me and my son just rode together talked and shared and I, that's the time that I was so close that he can't go nowhere by the month of that I can pray him through and I loved it because I was with my son and those were true moments with him and he was so careful you know don't swing dad I mean don't overdo it let's go right now man it's only eight holes that we play that's okay but the Holy Ghost talked to me afterwards He said, you did it because you love your son. And what do you do for me to prove that you love me? What do you do for me that you prove that you love me? Man, I was almost crying this morning on the way here. I was hurting. My wife's not witness. I would wake her up because, oh. But to me, it was worth it all because I spent three hours with my son. Even though the guy that was with us playing, 
you were smoking weed. I mean, he was like, then he said, you want some? Take the pain away. I said, no, I don't do that. So I'm a pastor of a church. No sé si se arrepintió, se le cruzaron los ojos. But I did it because I love my son. I've come to the truth, the manifestation that he made me his son. That he loved and withheld nothing from me. He's opened his kingdom for me. And I know I know the truth. I understand the truth. He's given me that understanding of knowing that everything that he possesses is for me. And all he wants to know is how do I prove to him that I know him? Because if I'm free, I'm free to express. I'm free to act upon freedom. Do I withhold something from him? Do you withhold something from him? Is he first in our life? Do we know him? Has he taken that darkness away from us? To be able to see the light. To enjoy the light of the world. To enjoy everything that he has for us. Where I don't need drugs. Where I don't need alcohol. Where I don't need the pleasures of this world. But this is true joy. Unspeakable everlasting joy that I can enjoy not only during my time in church but every day of my life that I can see clearly there is nothing like him that he is the greatest thing the biggest thing and he's opening his arms for me and he's saying come it is yours I invite you that throughout this week you say God I want that true freedom and he's saying if you know then you will have it because you've got to know truth in order to have freedom you have to know truth in order to have freedom. When you have freedom, you're not scared. You're not scared. You're free. You're free. I can lift up holy hands because I'm free. I can worship Him because I'm free. 
the accuser reminds me of my past. I remind him of his future. I tell him, hey, you are damned and condemned for eternity. I am free and free indeed for eternity. I'm free indeed for eternity. No turning back. No turning back. Let us come to this altar right now. There's nothing like living in freedom. Nothing like, nothing like living in freedom. I know, I know no, none of you have had a warning in your past. Man. I've been with people that have, have a warrant. When they see a cop, they say, Gukui, you know. When you're free, I don't care if you, there's policemen all around you. If you're free, you say, I'm protected. I'm protected. All these policemen, they're here to protect me. You see them as angels. When you're not free, you're scared. And the devil wants to keep us that way. Scared. I'm not scared. I've been set free. And I don't care what the devil tries to bring on you. I'm here to tell you, get a hold of Jesus. Know the truth. And the truth is going to make you free. Heavenly Father, Today, I declare your freedom. We're not bound anymore. We're not in ignorance anymore. We're not in darkness anymore. There's no more fear in us, God. We're not scared, God. The only fear is the respect that we have to you and for you, Jesus. Lord, the only fear is the holy fear of God. But not scared, Jesus. Because you have set us free. And your word, Jesus, declared that we are more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors through you, Jesus. And we are here to celebrate our freedom today. We're here to celebrate our freedom today, God. We are free today, Jesus. We declare your freedom, God. When we leave this place, we're going to walk out of here, God. As we walk out of here, Lord, we know that you are going to be with us. You're going to protect us. You're going to see us through, God. And we're going to walk and live from glory to glory. From glory to glory, Jesus. We're going to live in your victory, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we're going to enjoy. Yes, we are. We're going to enjoy your freedom. Yes, we are, Lord. We're going to live in your victory. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. Yes, I do, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your word that gives us that liberty. I thank you for your word that gives us that freedom. I thank you for your word. Yes, Jesus. 
yes, Lord Jesus. Withhold 